When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to the Chippy Chapstick Podcast with your new host, me, and this old man over there. I don't really like being called an old man, Victoria, I'm afraid to say. I'm in the prime of my life with my, my loose-fitting trousers <laughs> on. Trousers? Well, no, I see... This time of year, I would never wear. I would like never wear. I'd never. Never. N- never. Never. Never wear never sweatpants. Sweatpants are amazing. They're so comfortable. No, I'd never wear sweatpants. So, I've uh, I've got a nice pair of suit trousers on at the moment. Uh, no, slightly tweed, uh, but they're a little bit looser. Slightly get- ripped too. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes, ripped. I know. I don't know what it is. I just like rub my hands on my trousers constantly. Here, it's like a nervous habit here, and I wear a hole in it as well. <laughs> But the trouble is... Or you just don't replace them because you're deep. <laughs> well, that is possible as well. But the thing is, though, I find that you can buy elbow patches to go on uh, suit or blazer jackets, but I, I need to find a patch for the crotch. I'm wearing <laughs> a hole in the crotch here, and I realise that's when I'm out walking. You know, a long-nosed dog could slip their nose into the crotch area there. <laughs> it could cause all sorts of trouble, you know, especially if you've had, like... A, a fried English breakfast of greasy bacon that's dripped down the crotch area. It could be an absolute <laughs> issue. So yeah. I don't, uh, I need to find a, a place or a shop I can actually uh, get a crotch patch. patch. Yeah, crotch patch. And uh, I think that may uh, may help matters. But I hope you all had a very lovely Thanksgiving. I have my delightful daughters here. They'll be interjecting uh, through the course of the show here. Uh, they're, they're with me for a, a few days and they've been very, very entertaining me. Victoria was a wonderful help preparing a fa- Thanksgiving meal. And I know, I, I honestly think that you can get plantar fasciitis uh, on your feet from standing up cooking all day. Because on Thanksgiving Eve, I spent all day cooking. Victoria did a very, very good job. She made a lovely broccoli rice bake. It was the cheesiest, uh, probably the cheesiest dish i've ever had before oh it probably had like five pounds of cheese in it but that's not a bad thing is it you never want to cheat the cheese do you no yeah i mean it was it was so good and then you know forget canned or jarred cranberry sauce the best cat cranberry sauce you can get you want to get them fresh you want those cranberries a popping and poppin'? and uh you know a little bit of sugar some orange zest orange juice in there and it's almost like a dessert is like a seasonal dessert to refresh the palate. And then I actually made my favorite type of panini. And can I just say hats off? The panini demic? The panini demic. I mean, that's when you have so many paninis that you can't do up your trousers anymore. No, the <laughs> panini demic is when you buy a panini maker and you make so many paninis, you get absolutely sick of it. But make yourself the holiday sandwich. I've been in search for the holiday sandwich for about three or four weeks here, where I can get turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce made into panini. 
and by gosh, by golly, I made myself a delicious holiday panini yesterday. Except he's playing the how many paninis can I eat to gain the most weight game. I think it's working. He's uh, gained probably about 10 pounds dirty. Well, you know, you have to fatten the goose up for Christmas. And uh, that's, uh, you know, and I'm a pretty fat bird at, at the best of times here. But, uh, <laughs> juicy bird? Yeah, exactly. You know, you want a juicy, plump breast for Christmas. And that's, uh, that, and, that, and that's how I feel I'm getting up to that sort of level. Um, but, you know, if you're having a lot of turkey, it's making you feeling very tired. You need a delicious white chocolate uh, bread pudding for, uh, for dessert. How good was that white chocolate? Oh, it was pudding? incredible. Can you, I mean, today Victoria is going to teach me how to be more of a bro. Because I've decided... Yeah, bro, bro yeah, yeah, can you give me some bro language, some bro phrases to help me break into the bro community? Mm. Because I, I feel I'm a broken bro and I need to be... You're an emo broken bro? I'm an emo broken bro depressed. Now, I thought emo was a, a bird that originated indigenous to Australia. No, that's an emu. Oh, that's, but emo is something completely different. So, anyway, we'll be uh, having lots and lots of... Uh, Emoness. Fun and banter. Hopefully not emoness. We don't want to depress the listener. We want to raise them up out of their... Emoness. Emoness and uh, probably their Black Friday depression of not being able to find the... Uh, the Lululemon or the uh, or whatever they were buying uh, this 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 holiday season. <laughs> but Victoria's joining me, Catherine's joining me. Welcome along to the show. Get your fiddle out. Make sure it's locked. Make it's finely tuned, and we're going to have some fun and shenanigans over the course of the next hour. Well, I hope you're settling in with a nice warming drink. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. Maybe a nice hot chocolate or a hot toddy or something along those lines. Anything you like, really, this time of year. A hot toddy, yes. My grandfather used to make it. It had a dash of scotch, uh, some sugar in there, lemon juice. Well, that is, yes. But, you know, back in the day, they didn't mind giving uh, children a nip of booze just to, to catch, you know, get them on their way here. And uh, introduce them to life slowly, give them the drum roll into adulthood, basically. <laughs> and that's, uh, th- that's what used to happen. But anyway, I hope you're settling down. We can play lots of lo- lovely Christmas music. Uh, Victoria's here uh, today, and, you know, she's uber cool, and she won't let me play my sort of old man playlist that I, you know, I might be able to slip in a couple of uh, songs on the, uh, on the Butler Emporium chappy playlist on spotify where basically we have music uh, interspersed with the chat nonsense so uh, we're gonna get, we're gonna try to get you into a festive spirit here we're not going to get you uh into or being fearful of uh whamageddon now whamageddon is from december the first uh obviously wham's last christmas is played all over the radio stations and the first time you hear Wham's Last Christmas, you're out of the game. So if you hear it on the 1st of December, you're out of the game. Whoever can survive up to Christmas Eve without hearing Wham's Last Christmas wins the game. Now, you can't take yourself away. You can't lock yourself into like a shack or in a basement listening to no Christmas music. You have to go about your normal lives. It has to be a fair game, and it's completely random whether or not you're going to hear Wham's Last Christmas by December the 24th. I mean, it's probably not an iconic song. You know, I'm, seriously, I stay here for three days and everything's iconic. So 
Says Iconic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Slay another day, another slay. So is Slay Another Day, is that a Christmas song? No. Like another, Santa's Slay? No, Another Day, Another Slay. That's like... Is that inappropriate? Yes. Go, girl. You go, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl, hey. So is that what it is then? So what does Slay Another Day mean? It no, sounds like I, it's a no. serial killer, another, Christmas serial killer. No, Another Day, Another Slay. Another Day, Another Slay. That actually could be a pretty bustin' horror movie. Well, exactly. Well, maybe we need to come up with that for it could be a replacement to replace it to Krampus. So I have to say, oh, I don't no, know. No one can replace Krampus. Krampus will forever be very uh, the top notch guy. You're one hand man. Well, the thing the thing is though, I, I don't know if you 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 chaps out there or chapesses who like horror movies. Now I haven't been able to find anybody other than my dear sister, to watch horror movies. But Victoria's getting up there. Now, I don't, you know, I'm a little bit worried. I don't want to get into trouble with anybody. Um, you know, we'd stick to PG-13. I mean, she's, you know, tried to watch it a number of times and I haven't let her, you know. I've watched parts of it, though. Well, no, you know more about it than me. You know the storyline. How that? How on earth, how on heavens do you know what the storyline to it is? Because uh, I do. You do? Well, they, they, all the kids seem to know the plot lines for these incredibly scary movies. There's Richie, Bill, Beverly. She, uh, she, she, see, she knows it that, actually off, off by heart. Um, but it's very difficult to find somebody to watch horror movies with. So I'm very happy that my dearest daughter here will join me in watching horror movies ad nauseum uh, in the future here. So anyway, welcome to the show. It's Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese. We've reached the heady heights of 141 shows, believe it or not. 141 shows and people are still listening to this nonsense. We're high up in Russia. We, we moved up two places in the podcast charts in Russia. Uh, we're still under 150 in Russia, the whole of Russia. Russia, Russia. Exactly. We love Russia here, people. Yeah, exactly. So, I, especially I. I love Russia. Russia. But we're not, you know, we're not, we're not communists, but we, we do, <laughs> we do, we do appreciate a good Cossack dance. And, uh, and uh, you know, I can click my heels with the best of them after a couple of shots of vodka. So anyway, coming along the show today, we have, our, we have some of our usual nonsense, just some observations that I've had through the course of uh, the Thanksgiving holiday and some of the things that we may or may not be talking about. And again, do not keep notes on the show. Just because I say at the top of the show I'm going to be talking about a particular subject doesn't mean I'm going to follow through. You know, I'm not, not the best at following through. I have to be careful, but that sounds like a toilet joke. We're not, we're not going down potty humor here. Uh, we don't need the podcast plunger out to try to unblock some of the nonsense that you, uh, you, get, uh, you get on the podcast here. But no, so here's some of the things that I have that I've been noticing. The other day, I went up to Trader Joe's. I was in an Uber and uh, got, all the, got, all the, got all the groceries, came back, and I had a fear that the lady Uber driver could go off with all of my groceries. That's like one of my worst nightmares, somebody going off with all of the groceries there. But lovely lady, and then fantastic. She was playing a beautiful playlist of Christmas music. Now, I think the ladies who are out there are more interested and love playing the Christmas music than the chaps. That's what I'm, that's what I'm finding here. 
you know, and I and I like that. Do you like Christmas music? Will you will you start playing Christmas music from beginning of November? Probably. You would do. Okay. I only really really get into it though. December first is when I really get into it. You know. Okay. So, so the, the, love the Christmas music. We saw a wonderful mu- uh, movie last night called A Boy Called Christmas. We'll be talking about that now. I think again, second use of iconic. I think this could be a staple. The Christmas viewing for years to come. It's a beautiful movie. It's wonderfully shot. It's uh, beautifully acted as well. And I, I, I do think it could be the Christmas movie uh, of the future that we could be watching in about 20 or 30 years. A Boy Called Christmas on Netflix, on Sky TV if you're in the UK as well. Uh, also, why aren't my children eating sausages anymore? Now, everybody knows in this podcast I love sausages, but I've been presenting them the sausage patty for a few days in a row. And they won't eat it. We'll be talking about that. Why don't children like Brussels sprouts? Now, if you deep fry Brussels sprouts or maybe put Nutella on them or a chocolate covering. Can you imagine chocolate covered Nutella Brussels sprouts? You're going to make me gag. All right. Well, gravy coated shoes. We'll be talking about that. Bro greetings as well. Bro greetings. Victoria's going to be teaching me. Uh, Also, why women are superior to men. Victoria's going to be giving us... uh, a little uh, insight into that, really, more than anything else. We've uh, looked about the panini virus where you're eating too many paninis, uh, you're bursting full. But I honestly think you should try the holiday panini. I really think you should uh, try the holiday panini. Also, uh, I know everybody's keeping, you know, they're keeping notches, they're keeping tallies of this. The handrail in my bathroom has fallen down for the third time. <laughs> Thank you very much. And we're going to have to get the chap around again. The chap who thinks I'm probably the most unmanly man before. He's caught a cricket that was stuck behind the fridge. uh, And uh, he didn't think I was man enough to stomp on it. And also, he has had to fix a handrail for the third time. Fourth time lucky. Coming to Chappie Towers near you soon. So highly recommend all of you. Go to the Very British With Problems website on Twitter, also on Instagram. They have calendars, T-shirts, all sorts of things. Very, very British uh, issues and uh, problems that uh, a Brit like myself would suffer on a day-to-day basis. And Victoria is going to read us uh, this week's... They're always publishing things on Very British Problems, but she's going to read us a few Very British Problems uh, this week. Okay, number one. Sorting your three desk drawers into bills and leaflets, old birthday cards, and miscellaneous. Yes. <laughs> um, two, finding the thing you recently threw a huge fit over your partner losing and quietly, bearing, and quietly burying it in the bin. Yes. Three, discovering that every single can in your kitchen cupboards went off before Brexit was even a word. Yes. Four, avoiding the attic as you've never been quite sure which bits you're allowed to step on. Yes. Five, putting your hand in an old bag and being forced to play. Guess what fruit I used to be. Okay. So, anyway, so then we have uh, number six, wondering what on earth you were thinking when you decided to fill a box of old newspapers and then place them in the garage. Now, I found, like, paper box of papers from uh, 2010, some of them older. I know my dearest mother has boxes probably from the 90s where I used to collect newspapers. And you hear about it all the time where old people have uh, garages full of newspapers and catch them on fire. So that's probably not a good idea. Translating, sort out the shed, as sit in the shed for an hour and play with the tools. 
Yes. Uh, number eight, spending half a day untangling a carrier bag full of mystery wires, certain that you did the exact same thing a year ago. That's what you have to do when you're putting up the Christmas lights. Uh, always, never always tangled and one light is always out. Number nine, visiting the charity shop and noticing that they still have all your old clothes from the last clear out. And number 10, getting to the end of the weekend's hard graft and realizing that you've actually just moved stuff around. I just wanted to say that in the 12 years that Victoria's been on God's green earth here, she, one of her favorite meals has been the sausage. And I always know when she comes to stay with me, both her and Catherine love uh, a good quality banger. We're not talking hot dogs here. We're talking a good bratwurst, something along these lines. So anyway, to speed up things, because you know I don't want to be a short order cook for the entire week this stay with me, I decided to get some turkey patties that I could just put in the microwave and make a quick, delicious breakfast sandwich, breakfast bagel, that type of thing. But then this morning, Victoria tells me, like her favorite food for 12 years, she tells me that she doesn't want any of the sausage. What on earth is going on? Well, you were trying to give me that undercooked crap sausage that's like microwaved by Billy Bob Joe. <laughs> They're like, it's like made from like dog meat or whatever, like the dog's leg meat, like Maggie's leg meat over there. What, what are you saying here? That's, uh, I mean, it's quality, premium. Premium quality? You don't, that's what your problem was. You didn't think it was premium. You said it was not premium. Mm -mm, not premium. And then I couldn't finish the eggs because they started tasting too much like eggs either, too. What do you mean? They didn't taste like eggs? What? <laughs> no, they tasted too much like eggs. Like, I could taste the chicken inside the egg. Are you turning vegan here? <laughs> no, I'm not going to become the vegan teacher. Are you going to become vegan? No. Emo vegan? <laughs> no. Well, yeah, so this is the whole thing. I've, I've, I've made sausages for so many years. And this is the thing with children. When you're making food for children, young adults, teenagers... You, you, they're you, so you, fussy. You, 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 uh, you, you they're so, so fussy. Yeah, exactly, it's so fussy. So you have a couple of staples that you know that you can prepare. Mac and cheese. Well, mac and cheese, but you don't like my mac and cheese. So I will make oh, no, a no, delicious no, no. velvety. Velvety. With a, with, a, with a roux, with several different types of cheddar cheese. And you prefer the craft box mac and cheese to my almost cordon bleu creation. Or Red Robin mac and cheese. I could eat like five bowls of their endless mac and cheese there. But you, you don't even like the mac and cheese that I make. You put like bad stuff in it. What do you I mean? You I feel like a witch's brew or something. I, I promise you I could make a better mac and cheese if you just let me try. Right. Well, next time over the new year and maybe the podcast will have a mac and cheese off. Uh, I'll promise in the new year. We'll see in the new year. We'll have a mac and cheese off. And we'll see who makes Better the more mac. phenomenal mac and cheese. And it will be me. As I said, one of the joys of and my daughter going old. Now, I don't think Catherine's ever going to like a horror movie. But Victoria loves the horror movies. So we watched the other night, Scary Stories You Tell in the Dark. Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. So one of the things she likes to do, and maybe I've done this through the years... I know my dearest dad used to do it. Like when she sees somebody that's uh, either obese, very ugly, <laughs> deformed, uh, face missing through being burnt, uh, hand being cut off, uh, maybe very short legs, uh, midget-like, uh, 
Then Dwarfism she's, she's a, is obese that, she says, Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? <laughs> Constantly. And then the one character that she thought looked exactly like me. Is a fat, pale lady. Now, if you haven't seen it, he'll post a picture of what she looks like on Instagram. You'll see the resemblance. is very uncanny. You'll just see how the specimens, how they relate to each other, how they look so similar and obese and dwarfism. Well, I, do, I do not have... I mean, I do think that I may have the, like the cor- corgi body, long body, short legs, a little bit rotund. But I do not look like okay. the fat, pale lady on no, that think, show. you do, though. You think I do? In the red room? Oh, it's all very haunting. Have you finished eating your snack yet? No. Well, I mean, we're trying to do a professional podcast here, and she's eating a strawberry yogurt. What? I'm hungry. You don't girl gotta eat, you know? Well, you know, you can't elocute and do a perfect voiceover when you've got like a spoonful of yogurt in your mouth. Well, I'm not like you who like can down a pot of yogurt in like two seconds. Well, that's always the best thing. You just put your mouth down and uh, ease it like a pig at a trough. That's the best way to he do it. He sticks his whole snout in there to get all the stuff out. Yeah, I'm like I'm like Steve Martin in, uh, in uh, Roxanne where he sticks his nose in and sucks everything up through his nose. I'm like an anteater almost. Uh, that's how I. That's how I. That's how I see myself. So, just want to ask you this question: What could I do to make you, Catherine, any other children at a Christmas party or Thanksgiving party eat Brussels sprouts? Have you ever tried a Brussels sprout? Don't. You, you just d- don't. You really? Yes. You just don't. You won't try it. Uh uh-uh. uh How about if I like deep fry them, wrap them in sausage meat? Would you eat that? How about wrapped in bacon? Brussels sprouts, carefully wrapped in bacon. No, not a chance in the world. You'd have to pay me like a hundred bucks to have it. How how about with Nutella? No. You wouldn't eat a Nutella Brussels sprout? You're making my snack seem unappealing. But why won't children eat Brussels sprouts? Because... You'd eat broccoli. George Bush, George Bush, the first George Bush, his least favorite vegetable was broccoli. But you... Children love broccoli. Brussels sprouts just, they just are abominations. They're just, they're just not it, you know? Oh, okay. So, if you're having a holiday party this year, because I, now, I, I do love a Brussels sprout. Love, love, love a chestnut with a Brussels sprout with some pancetta or bacon. But, what I did see was one time somebody wrapped that uh, Brussels sprout deep fried it on a cocktail stick with black pudding, blood pudding Ugh. around it. You know, and you know blood pudding is a congealed yes, blood pudding. I know. Now, actually a traditional British breakfast food, but you, I tell you, oh, this year, I would have my Brussels sprouts deep fried and wrapped in delicious blood black pudding. Mm-mm-mm. No. You basically just committed monkey arson. She just so this is this is how my day's going. I just had a, a can of milk, uh, oat milk stout, fall on my toe. It's basically removed the ingrown toenail, and she's just ripped out a piece of back hair. I, I mean, I, if I ever want to go into the movies and start crying, 
than somebody could rip out a piece of back hair. Now, I'm not saying I'm like Sasquatch. I haven't got like a back full of hair. He does, though. No, that's not... He has like a whole rug on his back. No, I don't. The whole grizzly bear back. No, I don't. She she pulled this out. I tell you... (laughs) Oh! Ow. That's so unkind of you. I'm going to have to start wearing turtlenecks while I'm doing the podcast here. It's very, very unkind. It brings absolute tears to my eyes. What are you doing with that? Seriously, you're gonna make like a, you're gonna make a sweater out of that no, back I'm, hair. I'm rug? gonna make a voodoo doll. A voodoo doll. Oh yes. Well, this is why I get sharp pains almost everywhere. <laughs> but you have a voodoo doll of me, don't you? Yes. You do have that. Yeah, that what do you use? What do you use? Knitting needles or what? Uh, the other day I drop kicked it into the Walmart islet on fire. Oh, uh, you did. Yes. All right. Well, thanks very much for that. That's very, very kind. I committed arson in. We did think about setting uh, blazing uh, dog poop bags on fire and throwing them at cyclists earlier. Because cyclists, as I said on the podcast many times, they're like the rudest people. They think that they own the trail. They own the trail. No, I don't. I know. Is it bleeding? No, no, it's like really red. Though. Seriously, I have I have like a plum red back now from her trying to basically give me the European wax treatment here on my on my on my back here. The tweezers. Yeah, exactly. So, Victoria, maybe the next time is on your wedding dance, but this is the first time you've made me cry. Have you ever wondered, Victoria, if you can eat cheese rind? The rind off a cheese? Uh, not really. Okay. So there's a popularity of party trays such as charcuterie boards continues to grow. Oh, charcuterie boards. We're becoming more familiar with seeing cheeses served with rinds. There's the red waxy rinds, the tuggy white brie cheese rinds, the hard darker color parmesan cheese rinds, and other cheese rinds that are almost crust-like, made of boldly flavored ingredients such as espresso powder, espresso and cheese. You eat a cheese and then you're awake all night. Because I think, you know, cheese does give you nightmares. I don't know if you've ever tried eating cheese before then. Oh, I but, do all the time. I but you have nightmares? A bowl of cheese. Really? Can you eat cheese rind, though? So Possibly. this is the thing. Uh, so Kathleen Serino, assistant manager of the core curriculum at Murray's Cheese, says it's the most frequently asked question she gets. The short answer is yes, cheese rind is edible, but there are some intricacies. I know diehard truophiles, that's truophiles are people who eat cheese rind, yeah. um, but uh, there's some people who avoid them. So she enjoys a balanced rind to paste ratio with mostly paste, with very little rind. The term paste is the edible center of all the part of cheese. Mm. All cheese rinds play a flavor in the cheese. They play a part of the flavor of the cheese. For most part, cheeses, the rind is the key part. All cheeses should be served with the rind on it if it's, unless it's in wax, cloth, or bark. You wrap cheese in bark, like tree bark? I can't believe that. Bark, like emo bark, bark. <laughs> you, you don't want to deprive anybody of that. I mean, I imagine though, that uh, the cheese rind. If you eat too much cheese rind, you, you're going to need you know you need a lot of tums basically to to get over the uh, the indigestion. So there's flavored rind cheeses, a washed rind, a soft ripened cheese, a bandage wrapped rind, the bandage a, wrapped. a semi-firm cheese, and natural rind. So next time you're faced with a cheese tray, remember that cheese rind is indeed edible, but eating cheese rind is up to you. Just remember that if you eat too much cheese rind, make sure you have lots of Alka-Seltzer. 
We're Net- going to talk about A Boy Called Christmas. Now, A Boy Called Christmas has recently come out on Netflix, Sky TV in the UK. We watched it last night, and I think this has become a Christmas classic. What did you like about it, Victoria? Okay, my review on it is I like how he becomes friends with a rat. I think more people should become friends with rats, especially New Yorkers. Um, befriending rats will do you favors. Rats are actually very nice, and they are good animals, and they're kind. And if you don't think so, I don't like you. Do you check before you befriend a rat if they're vaccinated or not from the bubonic or pneumonic plague? We do no. only get the Black Death. The only, the only vaccine they gotta have is the panini virus vaccine. The panini virus vaccine? Oh, okay. All right, fine. So you like the friendship of the rat. I like the friendship with the reindeer because basically, Rats are better. basically, um, the little boy in the movie, uh, Nicholas, did, Nicholas, did no, that's it's, it's, it's a, Nicholas. No, he's no, it's known as Nicholas in the in the movie. It is. Mm-hmm. I know you don't agree with me, but he befriends a reindeer uh, early in the Ninder movie. Rat. It's quite sad in the beginning. It's beautifully shot. I think it's. Uh, I think it's like in Finland or somewhere, one of the Scandinavian, uh, northern Scandinavian countries. And I think it's a Christmas classic. And I highly recommend you, the Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese listener, uh, if you want to get into the Christmas spirit and get that Christmas feeling very, very early on, go and watch A Boy Called Christmas and The Befriending of the Rat. Yes. Can you please stop doing like random farting noises? Just I'm about to. <laughs> he's trying to cover up the fact he's been like ripping one every two no, seconds. No, that's absolute nonsense. She, yeah, I know not that she's doing it through her mouth. Not actually, she's not letting rip. <laughs> no, but, but you are. That's the no, thing. I'm not. He's trying to cover it up. I'm not covering anything up. But anyway, I wanted to give you this story. Woman accidentally swallows AirPod and sends a voice note from her stomach. So TikTok user, I am Carly B. I think you should look her up. You're the TikTok expert here. Became a viral sensation after posting a video where she shared that she had mistaken one of her Apple AirPods for an ibuprofen pill. Mm. I mean, she must have had a few too many jars of booze or something. Mm, You can't mistake an ibuprofen pill for an an AirPod. I threw something back, took my water bottle and took a sip and then realized it was an ibuprofen. I tried puking it up, but it wouldn't come out. (laughs) <laughs> the AirPod eventually passed through her body in the natural way. Uh, she did have an x-ray scan done to make sure the AirPod has indeed exited her body. While the AirPod was on the way out, however, it was still functioning. Carly shared a separate video that the AirPod was still connected to the phone. And when she made a call, a voice note uh, sent to her friend a gurgling sound from her stomach. So, in fact, the stomach AirPod, as she describes it, was so loud that her friend could not make out... Uh, that what she was saying in the voice note and uh, she became a little bit angry so anyway so the airpod was in her stomach it can't have been the noise cancelling airpods though because you wouldn't be able to hear the stomach gurgling or anything like that yeah they were the, they were the old-fashioned kind that i have yeah i mean I, I think airpods are one thing i don't think you could swallow the um the over-the-ear bose headphones i mean you need a very big mouth to do th- do that potentially oh, you could probably do it seeing you shoveling all the food shoveling a whole plate five minutes well my my fear would be though if it was recording voice notes after the thanksgiving meal that could be almost an orchestral arrangement for hours on end as you're trying like to like di- no just trying to digest <laughs> digest a thanksgiving meal with an airpod in the stomach there i don't know i think it might also be like 
No, I think it could be a beautiful orchestral piece. It could be like Mozart or Beethoven. Uh, or m- probably Mozart? Mo- maybe more like Be- Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, probably. How can I become more bro-like, Victoria? Uh, you, gotta, you gotta know how to greet one, one or another of your bros, you know? Do you think I have the outfits to dress? Do I dress like a bro? No. What do I dress like? <laughs> like a like an old geezer. An old geezer. Okay, so give me a bro greeting. Uh, dab me up, bro. What was it? Dab 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 me up. Is that like you get a you get a you get a flannel or something or no, a uh, washcloth and no, dab no, no, their no, face? No. Either you do it like a side hug, like you uh, well, get so hands. So is it two hands? No. So one hand. Well, do you, is you. it two thumbs attached together here? No, no, you just. Do it. Oh yeah, like hey, slap no, the hand. No, no, you don't shake it. You don't shake it. You just go up. Pull in and then you pull in. Pull in for like a bro hug, you know. So what happens if the other bro or you, yourself has like male boob moves? Can you get in as close, or is that, is that a, could that be an issue? <laughs> I've never really. Uh, you haven't come about across this. that before. Oh, like a bigger bro, two bigger bros get together. <laughs> it could cause an earthquake. <laughs> like that. Exactly. So that's one. So dab, dab me up. What does it even mean, dab me up? You it just know. means what it means, you know? Oh, okay. Any other bro greetings? Uh, the, the, uh, the fist bump to the... Fist bump and then the fire going no, off? No, the fist... Like... What does that mean? <laughs> fist bump and then... And no, then no, the no, no, hands no, no, no. going together, so it's no, a fist no, bump. Thing. Fist bump and then the hands... Is it the thumb? Yeah, bro! Yeah, bro! <laughs> Alright, so I've got that. Um, anything else you can think of? Not wear your hair like that. So Victoria's got her gaming epic story time, a story about me. I don't know what she's going to tell, but uh, over to you, Medea. All right. <clears throat> now, long, long ago in a forest very far away, actually it was next to the creek. We were all riding bikes and it was rainy outside. I was with my friend, uh, Her, we'll call her E. So me and E, we used to hang out all the time, you know, because we were like, you know, you know, because we were like neighbors. So, so there was my mother, his ex-wife, and then uh, Catherine, and all of us were riding bikes because we just got new bikes. So mm. we were riding down and to meet my friend E. And then all of a sudden, he wanted to show off because the creek was like flooding. So he decided he could uh, jump the over the creek because he felt very confident in his uh, biking skills. Like yeah. the young lad he is. So he goes over here, all trying to jump the bike, falls like down into the creek and gets like his bike stuck in the mud. Well, yeah, I used to be an expert BMX biker in the 1980s, you know. Oh, yeah. Around, you know the bikes I had in Stranger Things. I had one of those. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, I was a stump biker. I was the evil Knievel of, of oh, the day nice. here. Very, very lovely. But I had, I, you know, instead of wearing the, uh, you know, the Lycra shorts, any of that gear. He wears the yellow trousers. Yeah, I had yellow trousers on. So you have to dress to impress even when stump biking. Oh, you remember that one time? Another bike story time. Very epic, too. So one time, me and my um, very good chappy father over there were going on a ride, on a bike ride, right? Mm -hmm. Because... Because other people didn't want to go. So we were all going up to the park, you know, because I wanted to, like, play at the park. Yes. Because we have nothing better to do. Because 
our life's boring. So Emo, we, depressed, boring. <laughs> yes. So all of a sudden, we're like all biking, and his shorts rip straight down the middle and in the back. So then his undies are showing, and he has a massive rip in the back. Yeah, that was a yes, yes. Well, I mean, everybody's thinking, you know, he's trying to squeeze into very small clothes here because I, I have a rip in my jeans at the moment, rip in my trousers, and then I have, uh, you know, talking, telling a story about when I rip, rip my shorts as well. And just so you know, he did not it, replace those shorts. They're still like that. Oh, what a ripping yarn! Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast today, episode 141 of Keep Calm and Cauliflower Cheese. So I did say that I'd probably do one this week. I think I'm going to fit in another podcast tomorrow. It'll be myself all on my uh, lonesome uh, tomorrow for the next edition of the podcast. So we're going to get into the uh, festive spirit of things over the, uh, over the coming weeks between now and the big ho-ho-ho on December the 24th. So thank you very much for joining uh, joining us, Victoria, today on I the podcast. I made better. I think you made it slightly, a couple of ticks uh, better, I'd say. So if you like listening to the podcast, then we have it uh, across all of the platforms, Apple Music, Pandora, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, uh, across all the platforms. If you just like the audio, if you like a musical edition, we have some musical scattered in uh, across the podcast in the musical butler and porum edition on uh, spotify uh, spotify podcast we have some of the weekend we have some xdc some robbie williams some ray charles we have some doja cat with some george michael we have some of the rock what's it what is it the rock johnson Dwayne the rock johnson <laughs> it's about drive it's about power yeah, exactly that we have some walter, walter murphy fifth of beethoven as well, some Blink-182, some bro songs there being thrown into the mix. But that has been the podcast. So coming up next, we, as always, like to finish with a very seasonal poem. Help wanted by Timothy Tucker. Santa needs a new reindeer. The first bunch has grown old. Dasher has arthritis. Comet hates the cold. Prance is sick of staring at dancers big behind. Cupid married Blitzen and Donda lost her mind. Dancers mad at Vixen for stepping on his toes. Vixen's been thrown out. She laughed at Rudolph's nose. If you're a reindeer, we hope you will apply. There is one tricky part. You must know how to fly. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I will be back tomorrow for another seasonal festive frolicking edition of the podcast. Until then, have a lovely Saturday and cheerio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. 
for the ones who get it done.